This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Always make sure your microphone's in front of your face. Hey, welcome to the program. I'm Guy Bauer. This is The Good Life, and I'm dang glad you're here. Fourth of July weekend. Well, okay, preceding the actual Fourth of July, but you know how that goes. I hope you have Monday and Tuesday off. But regardless, uh, you don't have as much to celebrate as I do. Tomorrow, the round mound of sound turns 70. Who would have thought? If you'd have told me when I was 25 that I'd make 70, I would have laughed. But eh, so far, still taking up space and consuming oxygen and wine and other libations. And one of the things I like to do is drink with my dog on my back deck. And then I get a press release about a book. But before that, I get a note from a longtime listener who says, hey, uh, you you got to reach out to this gal, Natalie Bovis, and have her on your show. Uh, she's called The Liquid Muse. She's got a website of the same name, The Liquid Muse. And she put together a book, Drinking With My Dog, The Canine Lover's Cocktail. There's so many other things I could tell you about her. I'm tempted to, but that's because I like to talk. But it's better if you hear it literally from the muse's mouth. Natalie, welcome to The Good Life. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here, and I want to shout out to Stan. Thank you for recommending me for your show. See that? <laughs> and, you know, if Stan, you if, – Yeah, when, go ahead. When Stan sent me that note, I thought, i got to go look. I thought you had been on the show before. And I went all the way back to 2009, and no is the short answer. But anyway, I'm glad you're on us today. Uh, how's the weather in New Mexico? It's very sunny, big blue sky, uh, a little hot. We're not hot like uh, Arizona. No, you know, good. people are always like, oh, it's like Phoenix. I'm like, actually, Santa Fe's 7,000 feet high. So yeah. <laughs> um, we get some nice, cool breezes. But, yeah, it's beautiful. New Mexico is a beautiful place. Yeah. I encourage everyone to come visit sometime. Well, and a good time to do it is coming up fairly shortly. Are you involved in the Santa Fe Wine and Chili Festival? 
Well, I'm not involved in that, but I have my own cocktail festival, which I do every year in Santa Fe every spring, which is, uh, yeah, it's a cocktails and culture festival um, and also New Mexico Cocktail Week, which I uh, also founded. So, So so that is in the spring is all about cocktails. And then in the fall, wine and chili. I know all of those folks very, very well, but they do that in, in September. Yeah. Well, let's start with, uh, Natalie, this is your life, if you're not old enough to remember (laughs) that TV show. But um, talk about you and what led you to get interested in in adult beverages and libation and spirits, and we'll get to the book a little bit later. Well, it just kind of, it's one of those, like, happy accidents, you know, that I was very interested about, so first of all, growing up in Santa Fe, we're surrounded by food culture. Um, a lot of fabulous restaurants. My parents had a store and gallery downtown, so they were in the Native American art business. And they also had what was called at that time primitive art gallery, which was, you know, oceanic and uh, stuff from New Guinea and Africa and really interesting stuff. And so, of course, when I was old enough to get a job, like any rebellious teenager, I no longer wanted to work in my parents' businesses. I wanted to go be a busser in a restaurant. So I went and did that, and that was my foray into the restaurant world. Um, And then, of course, I moved to Los Angeles after college because I wanted to be a famous actress and movie writer. So obviously that didn't pan out. But along the way, I work in restaurants and bars and nightclubs. And I was a cocktail waitress and a bartender and a server, and I worked for catering companies and, you know, did all that kind of fun stuff, which I actually really loved. I love hospitality. And then in my mid-30s, which was the mid-2000s, I moved to Washington, D.C. with my ex-husband. And there I was a restaurant publicist. And that was really where I learned about mixology because, you know, we would be pitching the chefs and the beautiful restaurants and the food and all this stuff. And around the mid-2000s is where, especially on the East Coast, this mixology thing popped up. And I would see the bartenders in these fancy restaurants muddling basil. I thought, you're putting basil in a cocktail. What are you doing, you know? Because back then that was very uncommon. And they were talking, you know, waxing poetic about the history of these cocktails from the 1800s and these little things. And I thought, wow, I'm going to pitch that. This is really interesting. And my boss in the PR agency said, pitch the, pitch the food bloggers. And I thought, what the hell is a blogger? It's just some person in their, like, dorm room writing about a restaurant. I don't care about those people. And she's like, no, no, I'm telling you, pitch the bloggers. And so we found this amazing audience that was very accessible of younger people, mostly that were blogging at that time, who were very interested in this mixology thing. So a couple of years later, I became a cocktail blogger because I pitched a lot of food bloggers, but I didn't know that many cocktail bloggers. So I was actually one of the first women blogging about mixology, spirits, and cocktails at the time, and that's where the Liquid News began. So, I mean, I can just keep talking, but that's kind of where, where the Liquid News launched in 2006. I'll be damned. And you've done a lot since then. Uh, while well, you, yeah. While you, while you were talking, I was summoned through the website. And, uh, again, I, I, see, I look at edible cocktails. When did that come out? Was that? 
so that that was my third cocktail book, and that came out in 2012. Okay. What happened? Yeah, it was just weird. So you know, for for once in my life, like what had never happened with acting <laughs> happened for me in mixology. I was at the right place at the right time, saying things that people were interested in hearing. And so, you know, as a one of the few females online blogging about spirits at that time, the liquor companies, you know, took note. I had a, a big readership, which surprised me. I, I really didn't plan it that way. It just sort of happened. But I was blogging every day, blogging for free, just writing about all the cocktails in Washington, D.C., where I was living then, and then eventually moved back to Los Angeles, writing about all those cocktails. And, um, you know, doing little profiles and, and interviewing the bartenders and doing this whole thing that was very new at that time. And the liquor companies, of course, at that point in the mixology history, they wanted to target females. Because, you know, for myself, you know, I was born in 1970 when I was, you know, like a teenager in the 80s or, you know, whatever. I think at that time, maybe a boy, like a young man, his dad might have been like, hey, son, let's have a scotch on this special occasion or something. <laughs> and, you know, and but that, that conversation didn't happen with daughters. And so, like, growing up, I didn't know a whole lot about spirits, really didn't drink them. You know, it was maybe a wine cooler or, you know, wine or something like that. And so these liquor companies were seeing an opportunity to sell to women. And so, um, so they, I, I suddenly get these queries and sending me bottles of free alcohol saying like, Hey, would you taste our spirits? Would you blog about our spirits? And I said, okay, cool. I tried stuff. I was learning. I was educating myself, going to seminars, reading cocktail books, reading spirits books, really teaching myself so I could have an educated thing to say. And then, uh, like, not long after that, I had I got written up in the Washington Post. I got asked to write for Rachel Ray's magazine, write a whole cocktail article, started getting all these amazing opportunities. And then the liquor companies were like, hey, how much do you charge to come and, you know, talk to women about cocktails for us? And I was like, charge? <laughs> You're going to pay me? <laughs> so... I figured out what I should charge them, and then pretty soon I was being flown all around the world. I was judging cocktail competitions in the Ice Hotel in Finland, and I was taking to Australia for this whole, you know, to explore Orange, which is the food, food and wine sort of, you know, haven outside of Sydney. Um, I was going first class to London to do a whole special trip with Bombay Sapphire Gin and learn about the botanicals. I mean, it was ridiculous. And I, I was just so excited and so flabbergasted. And I felt so proud that, you know, as I was learning and teaching other people, I had these amazing opportunities. And, you know, really a lot of what I did then and what I still do is I very much talk to consumers. Um, you know, I've done bartender trainings, and I'm happy, you know, to share knowledge with bartenders. But bartenders are getting very sophisticated and knowledgeable. But my real sweet spot is speaking to consumers. I love teaching people, especially talking to women, about uh, spirits and cocktails and kind of bringing them into that world. That's and that's, that's really where my career went and where my books, my books are all very much in alignment with that. Well, and again, I, I hope that, the bubbly bride came first before Pregatini's 
<laughs> Actually, no. I have the idea for Pregatini's first. And so, um, yeah, so I was, you know, when I was married, we were, you know, thinking about the next steps, which was, you know, we wanted to have kids and all of that. And so I thought, well, I better stop drinking cocktails and, you know, prepare myself to get pregnant. <laughs> and so I started making these Pregatini's, which were, you know, non-alcoholic cocktails, mocktails. And so I ended up, it was, it was funny, I, I, in a weird random chain of events, I wound up getting this literary agent who's still my agent and I love her. She's just incredible. Um, and she guided me through the process of pitching a book. And so she said to me, you know, Natalie, your, your blog's popular, but you've never written a book before. So I just want to set your expectations. They're probably not going to give you very much money. And, you know, we'll, it will be really lucky if someone wants it, even though I think it's a great idea. And I was like, okay. So she pitched it around. Well, the funny thing was, I guess, again, it was just that right place, right time. A couple of publishers wanted it and got in a bidding war over it. Perfect. And so I end, I know. And I wound up, and so at the end, I wound up with like 10 times the money I would have expected and a two-book deal. So Pregatini's was the one I was doing. And then like, well, what do you want to do for your second book? And I thought, well, I guess I should do The Bubbly Bride which is, you know, guiding someone, um, you know, it's your, your ultimate wedding cocktail guide, which like everything from like your engagement cocktail to the bridal shower cocktails, to party shots for the groomsmen, to the wedding itself, to, you know, the, uh, the honeymoon cocktails. That, so those two came out in 2008, 2009. Wow. And then edible cocktails, garden to glass. I was very much into organic um, using organic ingredients, using fresh ingredients, anything you can use in food, you can use in cocktails. Um, there's recipes in there for bacon washed bourbon. There's, you know, how to create your own jam syrups and purees that you can use in food and drinks. Um, I really started to understand, like at that point, a few years into the Liquid Muse, I really thought of and encouraged still others to think of mixology as the liquid element to the culinary world, thinking of cocktails like the way we think of food in a very culinary way, flavor, balance, fresh ingredients, homemade, um, sourcing organic when you can, growing your own. So that was edible cocktails, garden to glass. Uh, you know, it's it's so fun to see what has happened in the co cocktail business from back in the day long, long ago when my folks were in the restaurant business and had a big fancy bar and and you know it was all the standards uh, that everybody thinks of when they think of the 1950s and 60s but things have really right. changed and you mentioned it you know when the first time you saw somebody putting an herb basil or whatever into a drink and now you go to some fancy bars we were in a bar in New York at the hotel we were staying at a little boutique hotel and they had all manner of shrubs and and things that they put together themselves, you know, whether it was slices of lemon and mint and vodka or, or fresh fruit and, and rum and and that they used to make some of their fancy cocktails. And it's just, it's kind of just blown the roof off. And last week I had a good friend of mine who is the proprietor uh, of a beverage company that brings some of the best tequila in the world into Kansas and surrounding states. And he's got a bartender competition coming up uh, in later in July. And wow. 
We have just like you, you know, firsthand the idea of just being a bartender and making a rum and Coke or a vodka and tonic. uh, There's still those, but people that do that as a vocation, as a, they're not, they're not just going to college and working to make uh, rent money. Uh, They want to do more and using fresh Mm -hmm. fruit and organic ingredients and herbs and, it's kind of fun to watch, and it's great to see it happening here in Wichita. And Bryce Loeb is the guy from Una Vida Tequila, and he is—he's a—he's a force to reckon with, and pretty fun. Uh, let's Fantastic. take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk about some of the things that you offer clients or individuals through your website. And folks, if you haven't gone yet, theliquidmuse.com—that's the place to go. You can not only buy books. From, that Natalie has produced already. And you can now, we don't have to pre-order anymore. It's out and it's fun. And we're going to talk about Drinking With My Dog, the Canine Lover's Cocktail Book. Take a quick break. We'll come back with Natalie Bovitz. I hope you're having a great weekend. How about today? High 80s instead of 100. I'll take it. I'm Guy Bauer. It's a good life. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.